Chapter 4 of The Ocean of Air, Meteorology for Beginners. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elizabeth Miles. The Ocean of Air, Meteorology for Beginners by Agnes Jaburn. Air as a Mixture. Chapter 4. Air as a Mixture. The air breathed by us and by all living creatures upon earth is not a simple gas, but a mixture of gases. Now there are more ways than one in which different substances can be mingled together. You may put a lump of sugar into a cup of tea and stir well. The sugar vanishes, yet it is still there. The separated particles float in the liquid sweetening it. Though not seen, they may be tasted. No chemical change has taken place, no real union of two substances into one. The tea remains tea, the sugar remains sugar. Or you may mix together a small quantity of powdered iron with powdered sulfur. Mixed thus, they are not united. The iron is iron still, the sulfur is sulfur still. But push the mixed powder into a little heap and touch it with a lighted match. A red glow will creep through the hole, and an entirely new black powder will be the result, formed itself out of iron and sulfur, yet in itself neither iron nor sulfur, but an utterly different thing. The iron is gone, the sulfur is gone, and something else has sprung into being. This is chemical change. It is the combining of the two or more separate substances into another and different substance. It is not the mere mixing together of two substances, which remain still the same that they were before. Every substance that we see or know is either simple or compound. If simple, it consists of one original substance, which, so far as we at present know, cannot be broken up into other substances. If compound, it is formed out of the union of other substances, and therefore it can, by one mode or another, be broken up. Iron is a simple substance. A mass of pure iron cannot be divided by the chemist into any other substances. It can be melted into a liquid and transformed into a gas, but the liquid and the gas are iron still. Gold is another. It can be melted, and with enough heat it might be vaporized, but the gold always remains gold, undergoing no real change. The chemist can split up or analyze many things, but when he comes to a simple substance, he has reached a shut door and can make no further advance. It would not be safe to assert that all so-called simple substances are absolutely simple. They may be compound, though man has not yet discovered the fact. But in relation to our knowledge, they are, at least for the present, simple. Water is a compound substance. It is made of two gases, oxygen and hydrogen. The two gases, separate, are each invisible. When united, they are seen and known as the liquid substance water, the solid substance ice, the gaseous substance steam or vapor. Simple substances are also called elementary substances or elements. About 67 are known. A few among the 67 are enormously abundant, while others are scarcely ever met with. They fill much the same place in the world of matter as the alphabet fills in the world of literature. All words are made out of the letters of the alphabet variously put together. 
All substances are either simple, that is, they are single letters of the alphabet, or else they are made up out of simple substances variously combined. The air of the atmosphere is a simple mixture of two simple substances, nitrogen gas and oxygen gas. A mixture, not a chemical combination. The two are mingled together much as tea and sugar are mingled, floating in close companionship without becoming one. No change has passed upon the nature of either, and no third substance is formed. Each gas keeps its own character. Oxygen is rather heavier than nitrogen, so one would expect the oxygen sometimes to sink, the nitrogen to rise. But this is not the case. Almost invariably, air is found to be a mixture of the two gases in the same proportions. No doubt this is more or less due to the ceaseless movements of air, the perpetual mixing by winds. Whether a portion of air is examined from a mountain top, from a level plain, or from a deep mine, the mixture is almost exactly the same. Variations there are, enough to tell upon man's health, yet they are at most extremely slight. The amount of nitrogen in the air is always about four times as much by measure, footnote, by measure, not by weight, since oxygen is the heaviest, end of footnote, as the amount of oxygen. If one should divide a certain quantity of air into five almost equal parts, separating the two gases, one part should be oxygen, four nitrogen. Or, to put it differently, suppose you have four gallons of nitrogen gas and you wish to transform it into common air. You must add one gallon of oxygen gas and shake them well together. Besides the two chief gases of which air is made, a small quantity of carbonic acid gas and a still smaller quantity of ammonia gas are also to be found in it. If you had 10,000 gallons of air, one-fifth of which would be oxygen and four-fifths nitrogen, only about one gallon of carbonic acid gas would be distributed thinly through the whole. As for ammonia gas, only one gallon in amount is spread among one million gallons of air. So we can hardly speak of these two as having a large share in the make of the atmosphere. They are rather a slight addition to it, a kind of flavoring, if one may so express it. Yet carbonic acid gas, despite its comparatively small amount, is of the greatest possible importance. And indeed, though the quantity may seem slight viewed beside the other gases, it is by no means slight as a whole. The entire mass of carbonic acid gas always present in the ocean of air is simply enormous. Beside the gases, there is invariably more or less water in the atmosphere, hidden away in the form of vapor. If you had 1,000 gallons of air, you would find spread through them from 4 to 16 gallons of invisible water gas or vapor. The amount of carbonic acid gas and of water vapor is not constant, but varies incessantly at different times and in different places. There are also countless specks of matter floating through the air ocean, especially in its lower regions. But the amount of these specks I cannot give in gallons. Probably no one has ever even tried to reckon their quantity. We have now found in the air we breathe these things. Nitrogen gas, oxygen gas, carbonic acid, ammonia gas, vapor of water, floating dust. End of chapter 4